Welcome to the Non-Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about reaping what you sow. So let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Non-Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sons Jr. is here. And DS Ninja is in the house. Your camera looks cooler than mine today. Because I'm a cool dude. Never mind. It went away. Mine is better now. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, you flipped the switch. Yeah, it's like yours is like really bright now. I don't know why. Hey, it is what it is. Not moving it. Whatever. Hey, Dad. Yeah. I w- want to hear a joke. Yeah, D. Tell a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. But why are you trying to match me? <laughs> Listen to this, right? Listen to this. So in the studio, right, the walls are like a light gray white. So when you have the cameras on and you have a white shirt, it makes you look like very, like it makes you look like a ghost. And so it was like, hey, dad, just put on a different shirt. So he changes his shirt and he puts on the same shirt I have on. His is green, though. Mine is maroon, but it's the same shirt. This is gray. No, it's not. It's military green. Yeah, whatever. It's, it says, you, see God first. So don't tell me what military green is. That's what it is. Yeah, okay. Okay, on the camera it looks gray, but it's really military green. Okay, whatever. Yeah. You know what else I don't like that I did? Or I guess not what else, but you know what I don't like that I did? I didn't realize it. My hat matches my shirt. Wow. I don't I don't like so the hat says see God first and my shirt says see God first. I feel like I work at like five guys or something, or like a restaurant when I do something like well, that. Maybe your apparel is telling you something. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hater. <laughs> but well, that um how was I your made it funny? <laughs> how was your week? My week was good. Um your mother's very excited. Tell me about it. She called me and she was like, D, guess what? I was like, what? We're going to Vegas. I was like, and what's that going to do with me? Yeah, she's super excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's excited. Hey, Dad, what are you going to Vegas for? <laughs> Our anniversary. Ah! <laughs> okay. What else? What else? Um,. Yeah, the American Martial Arts Alliance is inducting me into the who's who of martial arts. And I will be doing a elite sparring training session in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, wait. I knew the training thing, but I didn't know why you... I thought that was why you was going down there. You're in the who's who of martial arts? Yes, being inducted in who's who martial arts. Is that a Hall of Fame or something? I don't know what that is. Sort of, kind of, you know, Cynthia Rock, Rock, Roth Rock is a martial artist and she's an actress. She's been over 70 movies, you know, you know, I told you this mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's a event for her and they having the individuals who's also going to be in the who's who of martial arts there also. Oh, it's a presentation, certificates, awards and all that. I'll, ha- I'll be I'll have some books and. 
things like that. Of course you will. <laughs> of course you yeah. have some books. And then um, um, I will be doing Saturday morning, I will be doing a one-hour training sessions on elite uh, Olympic style competition. Can I go? Yeah, you can. I can, for real? You got to pay. Mm. <laughs> uh, excuse me? I can't hear you. Uh, that's fine, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. Um, in July, with a what four month by then, four month old baby, Ayla in Des. I don't think so. In the desert? <laughs> no, that's not even a bad part, Dad. On the plane, because <laughs> we can't drive there from Ohio on a plane. Yeah. Ayla was talking about that. Um, or maybe it was a couple of weeks ago. She was like, "We should go here." I was like, "We will have to fly." And she was like, and I'm like, flying with a one and a half year old and a newborn? Absolutely not. I cannot. So, yeah. Can you see Dez climbing over everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. 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 Yeah, no. Uh, no, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, we will not be there. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, I, I think not. Yeah. Not this year. Next year, next year, uh, peanut two point no, one because no. Des will be talking fully. And he'll he be should two. be, yeah, and he'll be two, and then the other one will be doing one. what Des is doing now. Right. And so there's, there's, give us five years, Dad, and we'll hey. go to seminars. <laughs> uh, let's go back and listen to that previous episode, Dad. I still stand by what I said on that episode. All right. I still stand by what I said. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad yet. Well, yeah. The new boy. I was always talking about like the new stage, like this stuff right now. He's <coughs> into everything, so like it's different now. What about um? Hmm. Wish this boy sit his behind down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do wish he'll sit down somewhere though. Mm-hmm. Kicking clients and all that. So, oh, and, and I'll show you. There's my latest certificate. <laughs> See, it blends on the wall because there's so many. You know, I did not. The second one from. Oh, the I forgot. Let's go to the group one. Point it to it again. Oh, you can't even see it on the camera. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. But how was your week? <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, before you get into that, okay, you need to go read um, chapter 20, 23. Of what? Of uh, the elite martial arts in America. Oh, God. Uh, I thought you was talking about something in the Bible. <laughs> no. um, read that because that's the start of the section on business. And the guide presenting this in chapter 23 will jog some ideals for you okay for um the training facility i'll actually go do that for real yeah but my week has been horrible that really yes i'm tired like this is a different type of tire too like this i never felt like experienced this type of fatigue before i'm just tired drained a little bit Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet, brother. I know. And that's what's, that's scary. You know, that's scary. And so this week we're talking about reaping what you sow. And I'm sowing a lot right now. <laughs> that a lot of things are being planted right now. And it's draining me. So I'm really hoping the harvest does, does well this year. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, the word works when you work it. All right, go ahead. I need to 
Daryl Sullivan's philosophy. What does that mean? What do you mean? I mean, a lot of times people want results. They want blessings, but not put in the work. Yeah. And you put in the work, you find out by doing so, it works. Reaping what you sow. I mean, it it, it really works. You know, I, I agree with that. But does it work? Okay, this is... This might be going off topic a little bit. No, I'm not really. Um, does it work if you say someone who doesn't follow God, right? They're not following mm-hmm. what God has planned for their life. And they're putting so much effort into something that is not in the will of God. Do you still reap? Like, because you're putting in the the work, you know. But do you still reap the reward? Like, does that question make sense? You see what I'm saying? I know like, you what you're trying to say. See what you? I think what you're trying to ask is, does that principle only work for Christians? Yes. Yeah. Basically. No. No. The principle works, but when you you've got focus, you get a different perspective, though. Mm. You know, so like if Galatians six, you mm. know, chapter six, you know, uh, verse seven and eight. That truly means something after I read it because I read it and I read it before. And then when certain things happen in my life and I start connecting the life situations to the word of God, that's when you get the aha moment. You get to understand the verse. And the more you the closer you get to God, the more he reveals to you. Hold on. I'm about to try to go find it. Galatians chapter six. Yeah. Um, Where's my verse seven and eight? Hey, Dad, when I was in, like, Bible school and stuff, you know what I used to do? When we, they'd be like, hey, we're going to this verse, you know what I used to do? What? I used to try to be the first one to get to the book before everybody I, else. Yeah, that don't surprise <laughs> me how competitive you are. Yeah. I was just thinking about you and Devin in track practice. I said, okay, y'all got 10 of these, and y'all racing on each one of these. It is what it is. Whatever. Galatians 6 what? Uh, Verse 7 and 8. 7 and 8. Do not deceive yourself. No one makes a fool of God. You will reap exactly what you plant. If you plant in the field of your natural desires, from it you will gather the harvest of death. If you plant in the field of the Spirit, from the Spirit you will gather the harvest of eternal life. So let us not become tired of doing good, for it. if we do not give up, the time will come when we will reap the harvest. You know what's crazy? Like we hear the reproach you so by always when I hear that that <laughs> verse or I hear that phrase, I always think of it positively. I don't think of like the negative side of reaping what you sow. So like putting mm. in like bad stuff or doing things that you're not supposed mm-hmm. to. Like I never really put that together that reaping what you sow could be a negative too. I've always read that until now, I've always read that as like a positive thing. That's because a lot of times people Use that as like for motivation, <clears throat> and yeah. Instead of uh, the principle, of what was actually being said, Paul is he wrote to the Galatians and uh, Galatia, and he's he, this is a letter that he wrote them. And a lot of times we read this and we read like, um, this is for my motivation, and uh, this is for instruction in righteousness. And so when he says, do not be deceived, God cannot be mocked. Mm-hmm. A man reaps what he sows. And so what really helped me to understand that 
is one day, um, you know, like in this time in spring, and you have blotches of dead grass. That's that's my house right now, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I go out and, and prepare the soil, and I put grass seeds down. Mm-hmm. And so I... I put a little bit of grass seed and said, I don't need a whole lot in there. I'll save some, you know, because I want to do bigger areas. And so in a few weeks, you know, after you water it and the rain come, it don't get much growth and it still look bare. Mm-hmm. And so this verse helped me to understand that because when I realized I put down a little bit of seed, what came up was very little. Mm-hmm. So I got what I put in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I put a little bit of seed in, I got a little bit of grass. Yeah. And that's why in lawn care they said overseed. Okay, so when you overseed, you get a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. So if you reap or if you sow a little bit, mm-hmm. you're going to reap a little bit. But even more than that, he said a man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. So he said, and, and I understood that at a conversation we had, it, it might've been on episode. <clears throat> we were talking about, you know, the training facility and what, we, what I'm doing. And you talking about the possibility of the other building and all mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I realized whatever I'm doing, I have to do it with God in mind. Mm-hmm. So it's telling us here, if I'm doing something to please my flesh, my selfish, uh, for selfish gain, it says from that nature will reap destruction. Mm. So if I'm doing something, just if I want to make some money, but I'm looking to just make money to, be glut, have glut in a lot or um, cars and houses and stuff like that. I'm doing that for the flesh. Mm -hmm. That can lead to destruction. Mm -hmm. How many uh, wealthy people, lottery winners, um, lives are ruined. After they get that stuff? Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. It is. And so the things that we do for God will last. So in my situation, well, I won't really say my situation, but in situations where, because we talk about times where we pray for things and things doesn't happen and mm-hmm. it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Do you think to a certain extent that is God telling us that we're not ready? Or is that a bad thing to be in that position? Like, Like this is what's for you, but you can't, you can't accept this right now because you're not ready. Is that a bad thing on our on our part as far as like our faith goes with God and our relationship goes with God? Only if you're not not focused on Him at all. Mm-hmm. If you're just doing it, I mean, <clears throat> you look at like, the Judas. Although you know he was he was prepared for to do what he did, but he did it for thirty pieces of silver. You know. Um, you you look at a lifestyle of, or uh, 
a a male prostitute or a female prostitute. They're doing that for money. That's for the flesh. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> uh, you 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 say you're doing the gym. Mm-hmm. You want to make it bigger. You want to make it bigger because you want to be the best. You want to be um, a successful business person and you want to make more money. But you're not doing it to glorify God. He's mm-hmm. not in it nowhere. You know. Uh- is this is this like mocking? Just use the gym as an example, right? You say that I want this bigger, better facility, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, I'm gonna use this place for you. I'm gonna use this to glorify your kingdom. This, that, and the third, right? God allows me to receive. <coughs> Ooh, you're coughing and I'm yawning. <laughs> God, God allows me to to get that facility. Mm-hmm. I get that facility and it works well for a while. I'm doing what I said I'm gonna do. And then I stop giving God the glory. Is that mocking God? Or is that just being stupid? <laughs> Could be. I mean, you're taking them from granted or you're using them. Mm-hmm. Because in, in verse 6 in the same chapter uh, of Galatians, it says, Anyone who receives instructions in the word must share all good things with his instructor. Whoa, wait, with his instructor? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, wait, where are you at? Verse 6, read verse 6. How did it read in your version? Right, so let me pull this over here. Wait, um, if you're being if you are being taught the Christian message, you should share all good things you have with your teacher. Yeah. So, like, what? Who am I? Um, God, uh, it could be, be material things. You know, um, uh, like Paul reached the benefit from you know church in Galatians. They helped him out. Yeah, but know? Mike, who's the teacher? Like for me, who would be my teacher? Like I'm by myself. Well, like, it's the principle of 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 it, um, and that might be the problem because you're doing it by yourself. Is this more of like? Is this more of like sharing it with the people around me? Because I mean, because yeah. I technically I'm, I'm not doing it by myself anymore. Like I have. I have other legs and other things working and other people working with me. So like Who's your mentor? Who's you modeling after? I have like two people, but they're not gym people actually. Yeah, that's what I mean. You need somebody in the industry that's modeling. But then and then again, in your Christian life, who you modeling or who you going like you come to me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're a heathen. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Somebody that you can bounce stuff off of, you can check in with. Um, like you called me the other day. I said, Dad, about this and about that, you know. Or I'll call you and I said, D, I'm thinking about doing this. And then, you know, especially with technology and stuff, you have to have somebody, you know. Because if if you don't, I mean, you can, you can go left. Yeah. And so, especially in your spiritual walk. Who do you go to? <clears throat> Who's your like your go to for, like, your spiritual walk? A lot of a lot of the guys in in the, the Bible study, mm-hmm. men's Bible study, um, and then you know I have a uh, a group of elders. You know we have elders meet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the same as in the Bible study too. But yeah, you know, so even, even this study in the Word, I'm like I bounce stuff off of other people. So I kind of want to get into this because you're doing a lot right now. So you're doing all the seminars, you're traveling across the country, you're still doing what you're doing with your job, and like you have op- opportunities to move within your job and do different things like that. There's a lot of extracurricular stuff that you're doing. 
how do you structure your life as far as like giving God the glory, making sure everything stays or everything you're doing is for God and it stays for God? If that, how how are you how are you maneuvering in life and doing these different <coughs> these different things? Well, one reason the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing is I want to create the business where Tori can work there. Um, you know, because of her, 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 um, um, cognitive, you know, cognitive disability. Yeah. Um, her ability to understand and discern things, you know, she's affected by the cognitive, uh, disability. Um, a lot of places and people are not safe for, and she can't recognize that, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody, you know, say, come over here, Tori, you know, she can't. Her antennas won't go up and say, oh, there's something going on. Mm-hmm. And so if I create the business in such a way that she can now work there, get vocational instructions and life instruction while she's getting work, you know, mm-hmm. uh, guidance, um, that's what I'm doing. And so um, making sure that the manner in which I'm doing it. Uh, will glorify God because I'm making new engagements and uh, connections and um, found out the, the publisher of Elite Publication is a Christian. So and how, he, he has Christian books. He talked to me about writing a Christian book. And so he's the one that got me the connections that got me in a couple of these Hall of Fames in this uh, Who's Who and to do this the training session there. And out of that, I never know what's going to come out of that. So in what you're at right now, how does God get the glory in what you've done or do, or what you're <clears throat> doing? Like, how does God get glory out of those situations? Because keeping him first and doing it in his manner, according to his word, you know, understanding that go where he say go and, and engaging people. Because remember, you're talking to somebody who didn't talk to a lot of people and you were the same way. And so now branching out, meeting people, um, and able to share, minister, like like I said, you know, uh, Grandmaster Jesse Bourne is, is a Christian, and we talked about that. And he and he talked about building a business that can change the world, mm-hmm. change people. Mm-hmm. And so the more people I can get in front, of, in front of and able to engage, we can talk and talk about the business principle, business principles. You know, and how we apply that. Wait, you said business principles twice. Business principle and biblical principle. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And so when you do that, he's getting the glory. You said that you have to go when God says go. How do you know when God's telling you to move and when God's telling you to sit down? (coughs) Well, the way, you know, the opportunities are coming, coming up um, and meeting people, like I said. I had no plans to go to Vegas. I had I knew nothing about it. It wasn't nothing I was seeking to do. And then, you know, um I got the email and I and I gave him a call and uh got to talking to him and he said, you know, corporate opportunities to speak and and all this. And then he said, Hey, I want you to do a training session there. And so you're talking people come from all over the country. Yeah, but like, how do you know that's God telling you to move, though? I don't know for sure if it if it is. You know, um, the opportunity came up. 
Um, and I already asked him, I said, let, let me be a part of what you're doing. And these things are coming up. Him as in God? Yes. Hmm. I want to be a part of what he's doing. I'm, so, I'm just making sure you're not moving off emotion. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, he was working out. And, you know, it was funny because you know, in church we were talking about uh, judges and Samson and where Samson was a judge and how, you know, he had, he was a Nazarite and he was strengthened by God uh, for a purpose. And then God left him. Why? Because he started doing things his own way and outside of the boundaries of, of what God has established him for. That's the thing that we have to look at each other and self self check, mm-hmm. you know that hard check mm-hmm. to make sure we're doing it because God left Samson and he didn't even know it, mm-hmm. and so we don't want to be in that situation. So that's why I continuously stay in the Word um, and in His will and and pray that I'm continuously doing it His way. Do you ever pray for discernment so you know oh, what man. what opportunities to take? To go for opportunities not to go for? No, not necessarily for the opportunities. I pray for the discernment of what he wants me to do Mm. and understanding that. And so if I do that, like it said in the message, and all these things will be added unto you. Where does it say that at? Matthew chapter (coughs) 6. We got to get you some lodges. What are those things called? Lodges? Lodging church. I, I have some. I, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm feeling much better, though. But this is the tail end. I just finished the antibiotics and, and all that. from all stemmed from a sinus infection. Because <laughs> it all sounds like when you get into your little things, it sounds like you're getting you're about to cry. <laughs> like, dang, he getting emotional talking about going to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, your, your mom. You know, she's she's ready to go. Yeah, um, you know, just like I said, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Ouch. Yeah. And it's righteous and all these things will be added unto you. Well, that's what we we have to do. Seek him first. You know. And so in his providence, he worked those things out. So I have to make sure what I'm doing is not for the flesh. You know, not to promote myself or uh, <laughs> that can get hard sometimes. Sure it is. Especially in the world that, because we're in a world of, I just feel like we live in a world of verification. So like showing off acc- accolades and all this stuff. And this is what I did. And this is what, you know. So it's easy. Remember that one episode we was talking about? Um, you was like, if someone asked you what you do, what would you say? And we was like, oh, I'll tell them that, you know, I'm a gym owner, I got a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And then what you said about saying that, what you do for the kingdom or whatever. I feel like it's so easy to forget that type of stuff and then not to do that type of stuff. Yeah, it, it is. It is. But when when you understand this, this verse here, if what we do for the flesh leads to destruction. Mm-hmm. You know, what you do for the spirit leads for eternal life. You know what else is hard too? At least for me. So this week I told you that I was tired, right? Mm-hmm. And so I believe it's Galatians 3.10. Uh, actually, let me just go check to make sure. Galatians 3.10. Man, Those act, who depend on. You act like you you read the Bible. So. Obeying the law, live under the curse. <laughs> Whoever does not always obey everything. Is, no, that's not it. 
Um, now it's clear that no one puts right. What is the verse where it says, everything you do, do it to glorify God and not man? Uh, Colossians 3.23. (laughs) Well, you got the three right. (laughs) Yeah, the wrong book. (laughs) Colossians 3.23 says, um, everything you do. Whatever you do and work a deed, do it as working for the Lord, not men. Yeah, I was going to pull it up and make sure I read it right because I got the verse wrong. But, okay, so, you know, what I be thinking about sometimes is that, is, like, this whole week, I was tired. And in the midst of being tired, I try to focus, like, I I told you, like, at the end of the week, I give myself, like, a heart check, Mm kind of. So, in the midst of being tired, I try to reflect back on how I acted when I was tired. Like, did I still give glory to God? Like, because, you know, there's some things that popped up that we got to take care of and all this stuff, some unexpected things. And I was like, okay, what was my emotion for that versus when things are going well? Or how was I acting when I'm tired? And so I try to think of when I'm still tired, doing everything I can to still give glory to God the way that he deserves. So, like, I'm tired. But I'm still giving my full effort. Like, my full effort, my bar may be at 60%, but I'm going to give all 60%. Like, stuff like that. Does that make sense? Let me ask you this. Uh Uh-oh. Do you feel weird when you're alone, whether in thought or audibly talking? Do you feel weird talking to God? Mm Mm-mm. No. I feel like it's weird to feel weird. What you mean it's, it's weird to be weird? I, I feel like it's weird to feel weird. Like, no, I don't feel weird talking so, to So, you know, asking him questions. Okay, God, what are you trying to tell me? Or what is it you want me to do? Yeah, I do that you all know? the time. Yeah, I know. Does that feel weird to you? No. Is it supposed to? No, I'm just I'm just asking you. Because <clears throat> when you we talk about giving God the glory, mm-hmm. um. Sometimes you have you you want to make sure that what you're doing is for him. Yeah, and and you can talk to him, and and I don't think we, sometimes I do it on the back end, you know, or when things happen like this opportunity come up, and and I just think back when we talked about uh, I think it was Luke chapter seven when you know the ten leopards mm-hmm. and Jesus healed them, the ten. But only one came back, and he was a Samaritan. Yeah, it's the manner in which he came back, and he worshipped God for the blessing that he did. And I'm thinking about your mother's report that it was no cancer, you know. And I'm and I it made me think about that, that rejoicing and and to God and praising Him, and that's what I want to be able to do. That not just when it's dire times, yeah, or possibility, and and that's keeping him first. I want to do that in every situation, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, to be able to do that. And so that is from, um, the, the spirit. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, by sowing that, doing that, you get the blessings. And God says eternal life is one of them. Yeah. But I, I understand that, but, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like this, though. So when good things happen, I'm like, thank you, God, for this good thing. Right? Is it just a cliche just to say it? 
or you really crying? No, I really, no, I really mean it. So like okay. something good happens. Oh, here we are. Something good happens. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you, God. You know, thank you, God. And then I feel guilty sometimes. And then when something bad happens, I'm like, oh, God, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for this, that, and third. If you help me, help me get out of it, blah, blah, blah. I feel guilty. Like, why do I feel guilty sometimes in both ends? Like, what do you mean guilty? I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes, like, if I, I feel like, you know how you just say, is it a cliche? Mm-hmm. It's not a cliche, but like, just like, what if, what if it is? And I don't realize it. Like, I don't know. I might be overthinking this, but I don't know. Like, I've, in situation where it's good, it's like, oh, am I really just saying thank you because something good is happening? And then when something bad happens, like, oh, am I really saying thank you or asking God just because that's what you're supposed to do? Or I don't know. Like, understanding the heart <coughs> posture, your own personal heart posture. In it. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm coming from a good place, but sometimes I'd be like, dang, like, am I doing this because this is what you're supposed to do? Or am I doing it out of pure, <clears throat> you know. Have you ever asked? And, and I had to learn to do this. Is ask God to show you what you need to do or show you how to praise him or show you how to do what he wants you to do or something you read in the word. And he's like, help, help me with this. You ever mm, Show me. No, I've asked God to like reveal. Or reveal show. This is, but not like, like not stuff though. Like. I guess it really is stuff. I asked God to show me his power and all this other stuff. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. And see, that's why it's vague. What do you, what do you actually want him to do? Like, okay, for when I went, when I got to the gym, when I first came to the gym, um, I asked God for direction or where I needed to go next. Dang it, I keep yawning. Oh, it's late. Um, I asked God for direction on... Where I need to go next. And the next day, that's when that whole debacle happened with the church and all this other stuff. If you guys don't know that story, go back to D's Dilemma. Dilemma, yeah. Listen to that one. Plug that right in here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so that's when that, all that stuff happened. And I felt like that was God revealing himself to me in that way. And then with different things happening within the facility itself. like So I left... Gym number one, the original gym I was at mm-hmm. on a it's a Friday. <clears throat> By that Tuesday, the f- upcoming Tuesday, I had already replaced my income, and so I was like, "Oh, this is I think this is just confirmation of God showing what He can do." And this is just off of me being in a I was in a dirty gym, not a whole lot of advertising. It's just the people that was coming. I was just focusing on getting them the best that I possibly can and do the best that I can with them, and then. They saw my effort, and they was, like, telling other people. And by that next Tuesday, I can't remember. You say, for numbers' sake, you say it was 5. 5 turned into 10. 10 turned into 20. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, I'm like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. But then I think back. It's like, okay, am I actually thanking God because that's what I'm just supposed to do? Or am I thanking God because, like, for the love of God? Well, I, I can tell you with me, uh, one thing that I did was is ask God to build my business according to His will. Maybe I'm just asking the wrong questions. Then maybe that, I'm. Maybe that's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I ask you: Do you do those certain things? Yeah, I do, but I just don't know where my if I if why. Like I think I might do it because that's what you're supposed to do, but. 
I don't know. Like, I I always try to have God's plan in mind. Like, I'm trying to work God's plan instead of work my plan and have God assist. Like, but I just, I don't know. I just, maybe I'm asking the wrong <laughs> things instead of asking so much of God, can you do this? It's asking, what can I do to serve? I think that's a better question because it sounds like, and, and, I, and I do it at the time, okay, I want to do this, God help me with this, this and that, and then you attack Jesus on it, and then you attack God on it, you know, because it's what you want to do, and that's the flesh. You know what's crazy? What? Today a memory popped up on my Facebook from one of my stories that I posted, I think it was like two years ago, mm-hmm. and I was talking about, it was just like 10 seconds, I was like, something good happened, I can't remember because it was so long ago, but I was like, See, when good things happen, when you become a servant first, like when you serve and you're not so into like me, 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 or gimme, 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 mm-hmm. or whatever, good things happen when you're a servant first. I was like, it's a true sign of a leader being a servant first. And so maybe this is just another reminder that I shouldn't be thinking about so much of what what I need to do to take care of the family, what I need to do to take care of the house, what I need to do, all this stuff is what I can do to serve. And as far as serving God, what I can do to serve and work God's plan, because when you work God's plan, everything works out the way it's supposed to. Right. Yeah. And then, the you know, the things that be added onto you, because why you seeking him first, you're serving him. You got him in mind and then he, he'll bless you. I mean, you, you have, we have so many, so many examples in, in scripture where, where that's that's true. Is that reaping what you sow? Yes. Yes. Because God is going to prepare you. And if he, if he's, whatever he has for you, he's giving you everything you need to do it. Yeah. He's giving you everything you need to do it. Now he need to give me some more energy because. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm tired. Yeah. And, and, and so. Um. What I learned also is that the things that I want, I give it away. So, Whoa, what does that mean? So if you get like a Kit Kat bar, you instead of eating no. it, you give it away? <laughs> no. If if you're talking about reaping what you sow, mm-hmm. well, you you need more time. Give time away. You know, you you, you know. <clears throat> Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. You know what, that's, what you do that kind of reminds me of that? When you get the, the thing you do with your bonuses, if you get like a bonus or whatever, you always gave me and Tori something, which <laughs> I am not complaining. I was never <laughs> going to complain, but I never really understood why you did that. Okay. Are you asking me why I did that? Yeah. Think about this. I work my job and then sometimes, you know, I work longer days and, you know, certain emergency happens and things like that. Um, that's taking time away from the house. Mm-hmm. That's taking time away from my family. Mm-hmm. You know, you and Tori and your mom. <clears throat> and so when I get bonuses, the bonuses is not just for me, it's for you too. Because I sacrificed that time for you. So that's a the blessing. So I gave, you know, and I know some some guys that don't even tell their spouse about the bonus, you know. Oh, they like hide it. Yeah, they just put it in the account and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, I I do the things for the household. 
So I give your mother a portion. I give you and Tori a portion of, of the bonus. Why? Because time away from you, you guys were sacrificed for mm-hmm. me to do the job and then get promotions and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do it. So that's why I said things that you give away, things that you sow, mm-hmm. you reap. Hmm. <coughs> I want to say this on air, but it's also going to give away a lot of my secrets that I do in the gym. <laughs> but that's the but all jokes aside, that's kind of literally how like remember I told you the Friday one way and then on Tuesday there was a totally different vibe. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it was. Like the amount of stuff that I've given away, I feel like in the gym is kind of ridiculous, and I feel like most people want to do that. But I don't know. I don't know. I just I I always say that I feel like the training facility is me working in my working in a ministry to a certain extent, you know, and. I'm not there for money. You know, it's nice to have a paycheck and be able to pay bills and stuff. But it was also nice to just be in that role and that environment to be myself and be like, like, I can wear what I want to wear. Like, I can talk the way I want to talk. I can have, like, I, the conversations are ridiculous that I have in, in the gym. And I wouldn't say in any other, in other opportunities, I can't say that I will have the same opportunity to reach people the way and reach people now, like, because you're in my space. And so when you ask me questions, you have to listen to my answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so like just different conversations I've had about like God and stuff like that. And then like people come and ask about like college and like girls and stuff like that. And I tell them, oh, yeah, I don't do that stuff. And, and then they ask why. It's like, well, if you ask why, you got to hear my answer. And this is why. And then we're getting mm-hmm. a whole conversation on why I don't partake, partake in some of the things they partake in. But it's but as far as like where you're talking about giving away is like a lot of stuff is I've given away and people come back appreciative and they bring people so like I give something away they go they come back and it'd be more of them or you <laughs> sold something and you reap that benefit yeah now yesterday I went to a track <clears throat> and I've seen some people that I knew mm-hmm. and, and what do you think they were asking me. What you been up to? Yeah, know. that too. And am I going to coach again? Uh-oh. You know, people are asking me about coaching track. No. And this is one, one, one guy. Um, his son's a hurdler, you mm-hmm. know. And, and so I send him, you know, like I used to do you, snapshots. And they had the lines that you want to be upright. You want to make sure that your your knee you're driving with the knee first mm-hmm. instead of kicking out and you know all that stuff and and I said look if you need me to talk to the coach I'll meet with the coach and we can talk about some drills I'll come over see that's giving my time mm-hmm. over there giving away some stuff sometimes the mindset today is is people like I ain't giving away nothing free you know mm-hmm. you know Reaping and sowing. Yeah, I don't know. You know doing that like, like I teach at the, at the church, you know. Yeah. Giving that time. The thing is, is that, and I think this will come easier once we find, like, a church to really belong to. Because, you know, um, we've been kind of bouncing churches, kind of. But it's so easy to give away with, like, I don't know, the stuff in the gym. So, like, <clears throat> I do a free sprint training program thing uh i've given out free uh 
like jump programs I've done. Like people come in and they train for a certain amount of time. I've given out free like lift programs after their training, build plans, all this other stuff that I've given out. It's easy to do stuff like that, but as far as doing things involved with like spiritual growth, I'm thinking about right now like how much stuff I've given out besides just having a conversation with people. Mm-hmm. It's not much. And so mm. <coughs> I think another <coughs> opportunity for you that you do. If if I was you, I would do a free coaching clinic. You keep doing that. You keep saying that. I know. I know. But the only thing with that, man, is I don't know. We'll talk about that later, I guess. Yeah. And the reason why I say that, because I've done that with the martial arts. Mm. I got with other instructors and I gave them my experience. I told them drills and stuff like that, you know, to to help them. And I remember talking to a guy and there's a couple of black belts and he had a student there and, and I, and I told her with her ability, especially flexibility and kick hook kick, you know, as a technique, I gave him some, uh, some ideals on helping her develop her hook kick. Mm. And so I know guys was like, I'm not helping them. I'm not telling them that. Mm. Like, Why? You can't be afraid to give stuff away. You mm. know? Very interesting that yeah, you said so that. That's actually. That's so there are benefits for it. I'm not just doing it for the benefit uh, or getting something back. I'm helping somebody, mm-hmm. you know. And so when, when I'm sharing uh, my hurts, my pains, my failures with people, why? It's to help them mm-hmm. so they don't have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Here's my takeaway for this episode. <clears throat> You reap what you sow. (laughs) No, but like, I don't know. I think it's, uh, if you're like me and you hear reap what you sow, for the most part, you hear it in a positive sense. But you got to remember, too, that it also can go the other way. And so, yeah, so you reap what you sow. So what you put in is what you will get out. And also get some sleep. Like, go get (laughs) Make sure you get some rest. (laughs) Golly, Dad, I'm I'm dead. Um, my takeaway is, is this: is is to learn, um, learn to ask questions uh, about it. You know, the things that you want to do, really sit down and count the cost of it, and see why you're doing it. You ask that what, when, why, and how uh, when you do it to make sure that you are part or whatever what you're doing is a part of God's plan. Boom. Well, that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Non Engagement Podcast. Um, if this is your first time with. <laughs> first time with. I went out of order. It's been a long day, Dad. Yeah, okay. Well. Let's start from the top. <laughs> we want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of No Negations Podcast. If this is your first time with us, we would love for you to subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions. If you want more information about this topic or others, go to www.nonegations.com. There you can review or print our show note transcripts. They're great for personal or group Bible studies. And if you like what you heard today, Look for that review button, click and leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about this episode or which episode you heard was your favorite. You can also su- suggest future topics for us to discuss. 
You can support us financially by ordering any of our no-negations apparel or by donating. It helps us reach our monthly goals, buy new equipment, and provide good content. If you are in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended. Located in Belden Village Mall is right next door to the Macy's, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and now YouTube. While on YouTube, make sure you click that like button button and subscribe so until next time actually before we go until next time dad guess what what we have a bunch of new subscribers on youtube wait i got like rain (laughs) i don't know where oh here we go there it is (laughs) gave you the labels oh shoot i forgot to put it on Yeah, but yeah, we got a bunch of we got a bunch of new subscribers on YouTube. So hey, if you're listening to this right now, if you're in a car, if you're at your house, if you're wherever you're at listening to this, click that bell. Yeah, pause this, <laughs> pause this audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to your podcast to. Go to YouTube, search No Negations. That's it. Just search No Negations and subscribe. Subscribe. Just do that. And but, hit the notification. Yeah. So you can get updated when we drop new stuff. Yeah. Yes. And we have new shirts coming out too and new hats and just everything cool. So just make sure y'all stay up to date. But that is all. Until next time. Deuces. <laughs>